0: Welcome to episode 159 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my co host, Warren Sclires, here. How are you doing, Warren?
1: Doing excellent. Thank you for having me back after a week off.
0: Yes, glad you're back. And I was just back from vacation myself, and uh, we had a little technical difficulties, so we're doing a second take of this show, but that's okay. Uh, but uh, I'm so glad that uh, Chuck Joyner has come back and joined us on the show. How are you doing, Chuck? I'm great, David. Thanks for having me. It's good to see no. you uh you guys as well. Absolutely. And this wasn't planned, but uh what the heck? We might as well have a third guest this week. He crashed and, the party. Uh, he crashed the party, but I did. Uh, but hey, I'm always glad to have Mr. Guy Searle on the show. How you doing, guy? Hey, hello everybody. Good 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 to see you. Um, thanks thanks for having
2: me ad hoc.
1: It's a, premier, it's, a premier, had... it's a premiere. episode of the desk. Is what this is. Yeah, that's right. That, 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 this that's is right. actually
0: the the first recording using the new desk. Okay, so I, I'm honored for you to have the first recording of your of of your new desk.
3: So, so even though no, you don't
2: talk through a desk, yeah. I was going to
3: ask if there's something special about this desk. I've never yeah, heard of anybody having a recording I didn't think from so the new either. desk. it
1: took him him like two weeks to do whatever he did there so it's 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 special you know it's special it is
0: so it's a very it's a special desk happy to be the first one that you're recording with so (laughs) um Lots of Apple news this week. Uh, might as well just go jump, jump right in and uh, and dig back into it here, and let's hope we don't crash again. But uh, let's let's keep let's go here. Um, first story was uh, uh, on Mac Rumors. Uh, the Apple Apple had released the new MagSafe battery pack that provides a first look and showing the thickness and what it looks like and all that fun stuff. Uh, and uh, it 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 just was released uh, this uh, past week, and uh, it's a Definitely an interesting, uh, interesting device to say the least. I'm trying to see if I have the right link here. I do, Uh, and uh, it is priced at $99. Uh, It was uh, in people's hands this week, and uh, it attaches magnetically to the back of any iPhone 12, which has the 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 Mag Safe charging uh, system. So, 12, 12 Pro even with the case, and uh, provides additional hours of battery life. It's got hard plastic. It's only white in color, which is, you know, interesting. Um, But it it does, it is able to uh, uh, wirelessly charge the iPhone at up to 5 watts on the go or up to 15 watts when the battery pack is connected to a 20-watt or higher power adapter. Um, So it's definitely interesting uh, where where, where Apple's going with this. And, uh, Warren, what do you think?
1: Yeah, it's, um, it is uh, white and not very attractive and uh, the $99 is mostly for the battery it, if you remember the case that came with it the, the battery pack for the last few bottles were about the same price so you're just be a little bit on the uh, plastic uh, but it's the same price on that um, but um, as far as it the, the white goes there are companies uh, such as Nomad is selling a cover for the battery where you could uh, put a leather cover on it to match the case which looks pretty nice um, and then you know, basically, I don't think it's for me. Like uh, you said, you didn't say it this time, but you said the last uh, before on um, the crash. Yeah, so I don't
0: think you, it's. I don't think it is uh, because the iPhone Twelve Pro Max, like you, Chuck, right. Chuck yeah. have,
1: yeah, is... so it doesn't seem like anything we need desperately nah. in our lives. But, um, yeah. but they've uh, they've been around. These kind of things have been around since uh, wireless charging. Um, I used to. I still have one. I didn't bring it, but it's a. Uh, it looks exactly like it. It's a little bit smaller, it's black, and it's uh, it charges actually by uh, USB-C as well, even though I bought it a few years ago. And it's basically that reusable sticky surface that if oh. you wash a little, you know, after you wash it, it will stick back again. So it actually yeah. sticks to the phone and the cases really well, out, to be honest with you. I just like only 20, 30 bucks, and I two oh. of them. Um, and um, if I, I'll put a link if I find it again, but basically it's a, you know, they, it's a battery pack that sticks to the back using stickiness instead of magnets ah, and, uh, yeah so it's a uh, it was before magnet safe i think it started with the iphone 10 is what it was so um so yeah but you know if if i was looking for a, i did get the battery pack for the 11 i remember so yeah, i did too we'll probably, i didn't get it for 12 uh, i thought maybe i would need something more for the uh with the betas because that usually eats batteries but since we've been locked down. It hasn't been an issue so yeah. much.
0: And speaking of beta, this doesn't work currently with iOS 15 uh, beta. As, as mentioned, uh, some people are saying so. There must be some code that's waiting to be put into iOS 15. How so. could a, but for a battery, for a how battery apparently
1: But how could a MagSafe?
0: Ah, I mean, good question. Good
1: question. it just turn, here. turn off wireless charging? Uh, sorry, we just tur- on iOS 15. We decided to take out the code that allows wireless charging. We'll, we'll put it back later. I mean, it's wireless charging. It's, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. There that must be something,
0: something strange. I, I saw
2: one yesterday, as a matter of fact, actually, in the wild. A friend of mine from work, who knows I do a lot of Apple stuff, he, he came over and he was like, I know you probably already have this, but check this out. And I looked at it I was like, I don't even know what the hell that is. <laughs> and he was like, it's the new battery pack. And it was like, oh. oh. So I took out my, uh, my iPhone SE2 and it started to charge it but it didn't stick to it like it right. did because you don't his, have the mag safe yeah well, oh, yeah, safe. yeah. yeah. But what it, do
0: you think, it, it charged it
1: so yeah. so for in your case just get some uh, duct tape
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm assuming this is not something you would get chuck right
3: No, I I mean, listen, I think it's fine. You know, there's some definite advantages here that if if you're carrying your phone in your purse or your pocket, this would seem, from the photos I've seen, that it would be a pretty easy thing to, you know, just have magnetically attach and top your battery off. Um, For me, if I'm going to charge my phone, um, I usually just go through the lightning port because that way you're getting... The, the fastest best charge you can possibly get. So, I'm I, the MagSafe thing is great, and at some point I think it'll be perfected, but for me right now it's just not an option. So, you know, yeah. again, a nice nice case depending on what or nice battery, excuse me, for whatever your use case is. If if it fits your use case, but just doesn't fit mine. Yeah, as, far as, you- as
1: far as far, oh. as far I'm sorry. As far as the charging goes, I just want to mention that. You said you'd rather use lightning into the phone to charge it because it's faster. In theory, what, what they're saying is if you plug this into the iPhone and then put the battery pack on it, it charges the phone and then will trickle over to the battery pack after that. And that then vice, then vice versa, if you put it, in, if you charge the battery pack, it will charge the battery pack first and then trickle over to the phone, I think is yeah. what it does. So, but,
3: but I was more, I was talking more about like the little portable batteries. I mean, I know that the one of my favorites, the Jackery, oh. has been discontinued. Yeah. This travel card battery, you know, some of those little things that look almost like a lipstick case or, you oh. know, a pack of cigarettes. And yeah. you get a small lightning, a really small, oh, yeah. short lightning cable. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so it doesn't take up that much, again, in your pocket or your purse. And now I'm getting the, the best, fastest charging that I can get to top off my phone mm-hmm. when I need it. So, yeah, it's... Yeah. You know, it, think, it, again, it just just the use case has to drive the the product uh, for you. There's so many there's so many chargers. I think Dave and I actually bought the
1: same uh, USB C charger a couple of years ago. I remember that the, the right. nice big. Right. Uh, who, who made it? Was a Murphy or I forgot who made it, but I still have it. So it, you know, there's a lot of good chargers out there. So this is more of a. I think this is more oh, yeah. if you really want to have something that tiny, I guess. And it's supposedly only will charge the max. Up to 75%, is that what they said? It, doesn't, it won't give it a full charge. It will give the right. 12 a full charge and the Mini a full charge, but the Max won't even fully charge it.
0: Yeah, because it's a higher output battery. Um, there, there was somebody on Twitter that posted in this article, uh, Stephen Russell, uh, that actually shows that uh, the AirPods Pro wireless will charge with this battery too. So it appears, oh. it appears that it will work if you really wanted to use it as a charging battery. It's just here in the
1: background. It's cheap, yeah. so it's gonna charge yeah, it. Yeah, it's cheap
0: charging. Yeah, so that that makes sense. You, that it a MagSafe safe
1: in, a Mac safe puck will charge an AirPods. I don't know if you know that, but it does. Right.
0: Yep. So, so anyway, let's move on here. And uh, next story here is uh, about, about Instagram. This was a nine to five Mac. Um, Instagram for iOS has introduced a sensitivity content control. Uh, They announced a new feature called sensitivity content control that lets users above 18 years old choose whether they want to see more or less sensitive content. The feature is available under the Instagram settings page, account sensitivity control, and users can uh, choose to allow limit or limit even more. Um, so uh, apparently Instagram is uh, giving more control over the photos and videos that uh, you see on the Explore page because you probably can see some explicit things here. It's uh, starting to see some changes in, in social media of, of having a little more control. Um, uh, Chuck, what do you think of this?
3: I you know it's it's Thursday guys and so maybe I'm just burned out or or, or cranky or something but <laughs> I I would love to know on this in this case and in just about all the others how many of these sensitivity things how many of these little protections mm-hmm. that they build in really get used I mean, I, f- honestly, for me, it's it's more trouble than it's it's more trouble to go in and set this stuff yeah. to say, oh, right. you know, am I do I want full nudity, frontal nudity, partial <laughs> nudity, no nudity? Then just right. okay, there it is. Skip the skip the photo and move on. So, I, I, you know, I look at this thing. It's like this this looks really good politically, and I'm sure that you know that's one of the things that drives it. And and there probably are people out there that are really disturbed by some of this stuff. But at the end of the day, I just, I personally can't get excited about it.
2: It's yeah. social media, you know. Um, but the thing is, every time I see, and you know, I, I've seen similar things like this for Facebook, I've seen similar things like this for Twitter, and each and every time, the first thing that comes to my mind is who's determining what's sensitive, what sensitive content is. And, you know, is is there is there any kind of agenda behind what they're saying is sensitive or not right. and you know honestly if if half the things that come out on social media bother you you probably shouldn't be on social media that's that's my feeling about it right there with you guy
1: yeah yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, you know the you think world's Oregon? a tough place
1: yeah uh, my son does the instagram or at least he did maybe it's not cool anymore so i don't know and he just turned 18 um so i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing i doubt he'll even know it's there i could ask him if he even notices it to be honest with you but um yeah i don't uh, i think uh the answer to guy's question i'm assuming it's some kind of ai that looks for maybe language uh, i'm sure it could you know, do voice recognition for bad words, um, for sure. Maybe they could do, uh, you know, some kind of uh, photo recognition for, you know, body parts. So I'm sure that's involved. Um, But, yeah, I don't have much else to say about that.
0: Okay. Um, A couple of stories I want to talk about. uh, Automatic, uh, the owner of Tumblr and WordPress.com, buys Pocket Casts. And uh, P- uh, PocketCast has a new owner, Automatic, uh, who-, who runs WordPress.com and recently purchased Twitter, uh, excuse me, Tumblr. <laughs> uh, uh, that would be no, quite a difference. difference. Yeah, <laughs> that would be quite a difference there. Uh, it acquired uh, PocketCast, the well-regarded podcast app. Uh, the blog announced uh, that the purchase didn't offer much in a way of, of a preview, but it did tease potential future future integrations. This was on the verge. Um, Pocket Cast started about in 2010, and it was sold to NPR and a group of other me- uh, public media groups. Eight years later, it's been well received. I use it all the time, um, and uh, it was interesting to see how it works because they they, um, they they have a great way of organizing podcasts, I, I think. And they also even introduced a standalone Apple Watch app, so you can listen to podcasts if you so choose uh, with your Apple Watch. Um, so uh, Chuck, you know, we talked about this on Mac Voices Live yesterday, but I thought this is a this is a good topic uh, as far as a podcast app goes. And I know you asked us which ones we use, and uh, and I, I think this is good.
3: Yeah, I I I think it's interesting um, because Automatic now owns Tumblr. They now, own Pocket Cast, of course, they also bought Day One, the journaling right. app. So they're building an interesting little ecosystem here of of web publishing and now consumption um, pieces, and they're they're not they're reaching in and buying quality things, and I think you know it's interesting to just see. I don't I, I feel like there's there's a product or a service or an architecture or a platform in mind that maybe we just haven't figured out, mm-hmm. um, and and it also. You know, it's, the simple fact is that there was a time that there were a lot of podcatchers out there, and they oh. have slowly kind of slid down. And you know, I mean, a lot of them still work, but they aren't necessarily maintained. And so, yeah. you can probably count on one, maybe maybe one and a half hands, what the major ones are. And so, when somebody scoops up one of them, as as big as podcasting has become, right. I think it does deserve some. Con- consideration and an examination of what they're going to do with it and and how and why. So I'm, I'm anxious to see because Automatic, uh, yeah. you know, they've done some amazing things with WordPress. I mean, WordPress run, runs a substantial part of the, the web. And yep. so this just is one more arrow in their quiver.
0: Yeah. and it'd be, it's, it's interesting seeing uh, with Tumblr too. You know, where, where is Tumblr going? Because Tumblr just kind of does uh, took a nosedive and that was
1: and, that was, was going to be my point. I didn't think they were so yeah. relevant anymore. Uh, yeah, exactly.
3: Uh, yeah. Well, Tumblr, I mean, okay, this this is a family friendly show, so I we'll only go so far. But Tumblr really, really fell out of favor when they started uh, taking off the sexually explicit content. Right. Um, but it it remained a very Decent public publishing platform. It had just, right. it had kind of shifted over into that focus, and when they knocked the legs out from under that, um, then a lot of people just forgot about Tumblr. But I, I had a, a Tumblr blog for a while that yeah. was not sexually explicit. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, sure, it wasn't. <laughs> but you know, that said, but it was a it was a decent platform you yeah. know you, you didn't have a great deal of customization but if you wanted a presence on the web you could get it and, and get it in pretty short order and pretty easily so right. that's why i i keep saying i feel like there's automatic has something in mind
0: they they must so, so well,
2: have, Word, i mean they or, also
0: uh, own wordpress which is that's basically wordpress.com let's same let's
1: thing. Make yeah, well, so, WordPress and you
2: can get a free WordPress site. So if you can get a free WordPress site, why would you bother with Tumblr? What what is so special about Tumblr that makes it that much different as a CMS?
1: Isn't one more video centric than the other?
3: Uh, I I think you could argue that, Warren, but but my impression and I it's, I admit it's been a while since I, I played with Tumblr, but Tumblr really didn't give you that many options. I mean, WordPress, even if you take the free version, still gives you an awful lot of options and a lot of a, a lot of back end that makes it powerful. But it also makes it a back end. Cool. Tumblr just gave you a very very limited back end, limited number of customizations, um, and that that was its appeal, I think, for a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Now, Warren, do you, do you use a, a podcatcher at all? I mean, I, like I said, a podcast is my choice.
1: I I, I use the Apple one. Uh, Apple podcast, you know, yeah. Unless it's a <clears> – <throat> the, the last beta has not been kind to the uh, podcast app, so I've been switching over to Overcast here and there because I have it. In, I, I think I paid for it once. Um, yeah. But there's definitely a bug now with the, the current uh, beta uh, where it doesn't always – open it opens to white screen and it doesn't work so oh, but really? usually yeah usually i'll just use the um, the apple one
0: okay but well, you got use up you as a, a podcatcher
2: uh i mostly just use the uh, is my mic better now by the way much mm-hmm. much better okay sorry about that reason,
1: you're on number 23 instead of number 26 no
2: it, it switched <laughs> over to my AirPod pros i that's, have no idea why um,
1: but I, I,
0: that's what i thought <laughs> go
2: ahead um i i usually just use the the, the apple one Yeah, the podcast okay yeah it seemed to be you know, consensus it's got well i mean it's got sorry but it, it's got everyone's podcast on it just okay. like all the other ones do so it really comes down to you know how do you prefer some other applications ui do you prefer some other way that that application okay. lets you discover new content and if if that other app does it for you, then you know, okay, that's that's fine. I'm not going to fight you over it. You know, I'm sure. I'm fine
0: with the, with the Apple. Fight me, yeah, yeah. fight there's, me. There's there's, <laughs> there's so many. Um, all right, let's go ahead and move on. Um, I I found this absolutely hilarious. I wanted to at least call it out here. You know, John Stewart uh, he had a promo for his upcoming Apple TV Plus show, and making fun of the billionaire space race uh he posted this uh video on twitter he's got a new show called the problem with john stewart which is set to launch in september his first time returning since uh, the Daily show uh this three-minute video was shared on in twitter and and it features a comedy skit of of tech company billionaires uh uh and space aficionados uh, jeff bezos elon musk and richard branson uh so you'll have to check it out it's a it's a great it's, it's a it's absolutely a, a hilarious and uh Bayes was being played by Jason Alexander which is and a mop takes the role of Richard Branson and the, uh, Tracy Morgan's also in the show so you gotta check it out and the reason I bring this up is just, it's just it's just it's, it's really exciting to see that Apple is really jumping in and getting some amazing shows of course we know Ted Lasso is gonna be premiering as we record this tomorrow can't yes. wait to see the first episode the season two of premiere uh, so uh uh, guy, what do you think of this? I I, I, I absolutely love John Stewart, he's just hilarious. Uh, I'm, I, I'm actually not a huge John Stewart fan, but
2: the the fact that uh, that someone has taken a humorous look at you know all these very, very wealthy people going up into space, yeah, But that's that's fine with me. Uh, the, the, you know, having uh, not Elon Musk, it was um, Richard Branson, yeah, it was well, a, and frankly. With all the stuff he was doing with Virgin, it's it's not like he was, you know, un un. What's I can't even think of the word I'm looking for. You know, he, he's been doing like explorer stuff for a, a really really long time, um, right? And but Bezos, on the other hand, his whole thing is like, well, should I sell books or should I sell something else? You know, I mean, that's that that's been his whole effort in yeah. in, in exploration, and. Um, the, the, the thing that I found funny is I was, I, cause I actually watched that live and there were so many people in the particular YouTube channel that I was watching that was like, you know, don't come back. Don't come back. I was seeing that a lot. I know. So, you know, yeah. stuck it, out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, Go, go find, go find Musk's, uh, Tesla, you know, and, and just kind of hang out with uh, the astronaut and that for a while. So you know, I, I am actually very very excited and and, I, and I'm happy that these people are are putting so much time and effort into space. You know, putting putting aside all the all the you know the billionaires' space club for a minute. Um, I actually crunched some numbers, and when you when you look at how much it costs to put up a single space shuttle mission, which was like one point five billion dollars, as compared to uh, a Falcon 9 launch, which is around I think 65 million, and only holds like 5,000 kilograms less than what the Space Shuttle could put up, so it was like a factor of 400 percent less, no more than that, yeah. uh, for low Earth orbit, and like 25 percent of the cost of going to uh, the ISS. So you know, bring it. I'm I'm static. That yeah. that oh, yeah. that there's being a lot more effort being put into space.
1: Are, are we I talking agree. about John Stewart? Or, or no, space? I, I <laughs> want
2: to
0: spin this back just just to John Stewart. What, 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 okay. Yeah, well, what, and, uh, but I do appreciate your your space commentary but for sure. He cr- he, yeah. He cr- well, he, he,
1: you he you the numbers you, you, and everything. It's true. Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what you get uh, for having me on the show. John Stewart. John Stewart. Okay. I
1: did I did not see the promo, but it sounds funny. I'm going to watch it. Um, yeah, you should check it out. Um, I kind of, I kind of like him. Uh, just fun fact, he uh, he went to a high school right next to the town over from us. So, uh, I think a couple of my friends actually met him a few times because he's around here. Uh, yep. And the, the other thing with that is uh, he's starting to tape next week. Um, they they started asking if people wanted to come. Oh really? So yeah. So the you know they'll be. Where are they uh, filming it? New York City. So yeah. Of but basically, uh, you, it comes in yeah. September. Woodstock. It
0: September, yeah,
2: Woodstock.
1: So, <laughs> so, so, so I mean, I found that interesting because he usually does. You know, his daily show was um, it was topical live. Uh, and live and topical. Basically, of, of the day. If you're recording two yeah. months in advance, it's going to be hard to make fun of the news of the day, like you know, two right. months from now. So, so I don't know how that's going to work.
0: We'll see how how it
3: is. And any thoughts, Chuck? Before we move on. Um, you know, I find it deeply disturbing that I agree with a lot of what Guy said. Um, a lot of <laughs> people say that. Did, did you it. crunch the numbers too? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I didn't crunch the numbers, but, um, but I, I guess to, to keep it on topic, I'm not, I'm not a John Stewart fan as well. Um, okay. I think he's done some really clever, interesting things. Uh, there's no question about his popularity. So, right. you know, this has got to be good for, for, Apple TV for Apple TV and right. therefore for Apple. Um, and you know, it—it it seems like, a, a, I mean, there's, I, there are very few things I think that are sacred with John Stewart. So the fact that he would pick on this makes perfect sense. Um, you know, I absolutely, I don't necessarily agree with it, and, and that's starting to go down a space commentary that we won't go. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, not yeah, go don't ahead. Don't do that. Let's don't
2: go do ahead. <laughs>
0: Uh, I found this interesting. This was in iPhone Hacks. Uh, AirTag helps man recover wallet on the New York subway a day after losing it. Uh, Apple's new uh, new launched AirTag had become an instant hit, and users have recounting stories on how the AirTag has helped them find their stuff. And... Uh, uh, this gentleman, William Liu, tells t- tells a story about how the uh, Air AirTag helped him track his wallet on a New York City subway system. Which I still wonder how it fit in his wallet. Uh, a, a day after it went missing, he lost he lost his wallet while returning from a concert in the early hours. It was highly unlucky he was going to find it uh, in a public transit system, but he was able to be in luck, and he, the AirTags uh, uh, found his lost wallet.
1: How, how so, is this a headline? The headline is, AirTag does what it's supposed to do. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, well, did the guy food who food?
2: stole a wallet, did he still have
0: it? I
1: don't think it was stolen. I think it was just no. I know. I'm It was
0: lost, I'm and kidding. he found it. Yeah. yeah. So, no, It really... It's uh, all really different what's, kinds of lost. What stands out to this is, yeah, the AirTag is doing what it was supposed to do, and he got super extremely lucky. It's just like all, all the feel-good stories we hear about Apple Watch. Well, this is a, this first one I've seen for the AirTag. Um... That, uh, that, that, that it that it worked out so uh, Chuck, what do you think
3: of this you know that's an interesting point David I, I hadn't really thought about it that way that this is the first time that we've seen something right. like that um, yeah I've, but I also agree with Warren you know it did what it's supposed to do so it shouldn't yeah. be a surprise maybe the fact that the the uh, the wallet was still somewhere with the air tag in it that it could be found might be the biggest surprise of the whole story. <laughs> New
2: York, yeah, yeah, New, New York, York. Yeah, but York.
3: Town. Yeah. Got yeah. Yeah, it's down. I love it. Yeah, it was tucked under that electric rail right down there. Now that's not a good idea. Um, but yeah, I you know I, it, it's I, I think we're going to see more of these. Probably yeah. they'll be a little more offbeat as it goes along. But you know, yeah, it's it, it's it's good publicity for Apple. Yeah, guys. Well, do you have AirTags? T-
0: Sorry, Sorry, me. Do you have yeah? Do you have any AirTags? No, I don't. I don't have mm-hmm. any. Okay, so uh, then you, you can't ex- experience like the the rest of us have. I mean, you have, so, have some right, Chuck? You
1: talk. Yeah, can't talk yeah. about you can't talk about these things, Guy, because you, you have no idea what it does. Yeah. I
2: have opinions on everything.
3: Oh, <laughs> 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 we know, Guy, we know. Yes, we
1: know. The thing with the air quick <laughs> is it has to be findable, and that's, you know, Subway is, you think a Subway, there's a good possibility of not being your, you know, maybe not near a phone or at least near a phone with service because that could be you know it's got to communicate somehow um i think in the stations they have the wi-fi so that's probably how yeah it, that which that, probably helped yeah, which yeah. Helped. yep so so like All if right. it went if it if, fell, if your wallet fell to the bottom of the lake then you're not finding your attacks that's incredible. no
0: that would probably be unless a true. scuba
2: diver has wi-fi that's fine. Good. Know. You never know.
1: All
0: right. Yeah. L- la- last story here. Let's uh, move on uh, in Mac rumors, iOS and Android activations are now split evenly in the U.S., research shows. Uh, activations of iOS and Android devices are now evenly split in the United States, with little sign of movement towards either platform dominating over the past two years. According to data sourced by consumer research intelligence partners, Um they uh, the cirp estimates ios and android each had 50 percent of the new smartphone activations in the, uh, in the year ending this quarter ios share of new smartphone activations climbed from 27 to 2020 but now remained at its peak for the second consecutive year so i, I guess really moral this uh, is is the fact that uh, it's it's good to see that uh you know, you, you got competition. You, you're, you're making everybody, you're making both Apple and Android uh, uh, de- uh, uh, developers uh, s- stay uh, and innovate and have have great phones and and have have choices of which ones you want.
3: What do you think, Chuck? I, I think the real story here is not iOS versus Android; it's iOS versus which of the other manufacturers, because yeah. Apple's the only one with iOS. So you know, yeah, you've got you got five, six, seven, eight manufacturers more, you know, competing against iOS and they're, they're running neck and neck. Well, good, you know, good for them. Um, You know, we, we can, listeners to this show know that all the arguments about um, privacy, security um, feature sets, all that. So, you know, if you, if you are comfortable going down, you know, a dark alley at, two in the morning, then by all means, go to Android. And if you that doesn't appeal to you, go to iOS. But, you know, what? again, this kind of goes back to the first battery story. Whatever the use case is for you and, of course, the affordability is also a consideration.
0: What do you think, Guy?
2: Uh, this should actually... I know this is going to sound weird, but this should probably actually be kind of alarming for Apple uh, with all of the current talk about investigations into monopolies and all the rest of that. Back when Apple was at, you know, ten to twenty-five percent for people to say, well, Apple is a monopoly, mm-hmm. it, it had absolutely no weight. But if they're at fifty percent of the total market in the US, well then it starts looking it starts looking a little not not as good as it as it did before. And the fact that, that the major Android phone makers are splitting a, a smaller and smaller market basically means that they're going to do everything they can to, to cut costs, which will make the phones even worse than what they used to be. Yeah. So I, I can't see this as, you know, putting market share aside, I can't see this as a positive for Android for any reason. And I'm sure Google has to be very, very concerned at this point. Uh, especially considering that you've got one of the, the bigger Android makers, Samsung is kind of going off on their own with s- some features that really aren't available on the other phones, like the, the, the DAX desktop system, for example, which I think Apple should have done five or six years ago, but that's a whole different story. Uh, I, I think that, that Apple should be concerned with all of the legal maneuvering that's going on behind the scenes.
0: I agree.
1: Any thoughts, Warren? Yeah, just keep in mind that, you know, this is just for the U.S., but outside the U.S., Android is definitely more popular everywhere else. I would I right. would think almost everywhere. I mean, certainly uh, Europe, certainly in China, um, it's definitely all most probably like 80-20, I would guess, um, or something like that. But, you know, I've said it before, competition is good. Um, you know, mm-hmm. without, without crappy Android phones, we wouldn't have good... Uh, Apple phones because they have to make them better than the the competition. So the, you know, the better, you know, as, as Apple fans, we need to be technology fans and we need to make sure that, you know, products are innovating so they, you know, could outperform each other. Uh, Otherwise, it becomes stagnant. So, you know, it's, it's good to have a choice and it's good that, uh, you know, androids uh, still out there and uh, you know they're kind of compete with each other and as chuck says you know ios is better if you want the privacy but you know a lot of people don't care about it that a lot of people don't have the money to spend on the apple devices uh, you know a lot of people just so we care more about our our devices and, our, and probably our privacy than the average person so absolutely um, all
3: right. Warren, David, I want to just touch on something Warren said, because I think it's a really interesting point, that, yeah, as technology fans, as Apple fans, we're technology fans, yeah, but I'm, I'm a technology fan, but I'm a fan of Apple because of the quality of what they put out and the thoughtfulness, and for some reason we're going to go back and beat on the the, the battery story earlier you know that's a, that's a, an okay device it's not an oh my god i can't wait to get my hands on a device but for the right people it's fine um there are plenty of products out there that apple ma- makes um now nah, i better take that back there are some products that Apple makes a competitive product and I would not choose the Apple product, I would go with somebody else's because of price, feature set, you know, whatever for my use case. Mm -hmm. So I I don't think that we're, as as Apple fans, you know, we all all self-identified that way, but I don't feel like I'm an Apple fan because I'm an Apple fan. I'm a technology fan and I'm a fan of Apple because they have some of the best technology solutions for the
1: devices that I want. Oh, I yeah, uh, no, and I, I, I agree with that. And my only point was, you know, if if there's a device, I've seen devices that are, you know, not Apple, like you know, Windows laptops. I've seen a few Android phones that are, you know, they're made well, they, they look nice. They might have some features that uh, that uh, are, are better than others. Um, but you have to appreciate that when somebody makes a good product, um, you know, as a technology person, you know, you might choose that over the Apple product, like you said. But but generally, it's good to see. As an IT person, it's good to see high quality, good devices, and I, I, it, to me, uh, you know, I get excited, you know, seeing people coming out with something innovative and and you know, good quality. Absolutely all right
0: let's go ahead and move on to topics this week uh, as we always talk about each week uh, what's going on in beta uh, iOS 15 is still on beta 3 it's still going um, and one thing that kind of stood out this week is they did make some changes to the notifications uh, and, and Warren being our beta guy what, did you notice any uh, differences as they're talking about uh, this article we have in Mac, Mac rumors about the, the notifications in iOS 15
1: I I didn't read the article yet, and I haven't noticed anything different with it. To be honest with you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, there is Quite. The only thing I know that was big change is uh, I don't know if you should have it, but the the Safari uh, change was a big one.
0: Yeah, I I I thought they had made some changes to that. though so go ahead, and if you want to share that with
1: us. I I think that was the, the bigger the biggest change. To be honest with you, they um. They moved the Safari, uh, the safari deva, the, the, the design change in uh, Safari and also on the Mac uh, had the floating uh, the floating uh, address bar on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And people hated that, so they reverted it back to the top or at least customizable where you could choose the difference. Um, so that's that's the big change. And i uh, been mm-hmm. listening to a couple podcasts about it, and it seems like most people really did hate the... Uh, the old, yeah. design, uh, the new design of the floating. I actually did not like it either. I, I, f- I found it kind of confusing, definitely at first, you're like, what am, what? tapping the top of the the, the the phone, trying to get an address bar, took me about like you know, five minutes to f- find it. Um, but, um, you know, again, like anything, you know, it, anything new you have to get used to, once you get used to, I'm sure it's fine, but people don't feel like getting used to it. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's the only thing. Uh, that's the only thing I really noticed, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, all the bugs are still there. Uh, it's been actually really solid, challenge for the, uh, the the beta's. Uh, I have okay. two apps that don't work, um, but it's been pretty good. Okay, you
0: know I know our friend Jeff Gamet did did complain about Safari, pretty extensively when it first uh, came out. So it's probably a good thing that that happened. Uh, uh, Chuck, you, you haven't uh, you, you haven't heard any other things? Have you heard anything other things that uh, Put the race the safari that uh, that what people complain
3: about. I, I've just read the articles, David, that say you know that that Apple made a mistake and they listened and they're they're moving backward. I've I didn't I wanted to run the beta and just never got around to it. Or excuse me, the technology preview. Pardon me, because I'm not a beta person. Right. Um, right. So you know, I, I when it comes out, that's when I'll take a look at it and see. Sure. And, you know adjust or or not you know there are plenty of other browser options out there if if apple does something that you just absolutely can't stand
1: right so people lose their mind over nothing to be honest with you but they do they do
0: Uh, but that's that's the way it goes so guy Guy, any any thoughts on this before we move on
2: yeah i uh, i've got the um the mac os beta on my macbook pro not on my production machine right and when i looked at safari you know, it was. It, it just seemed to be more of the same. You know, I mean, it, it's got some tweaks to it, and it, it displays it a little bit differently, but it's still, it's still the same thing that it was before. Um, if if it had happened last year, we would have been used to it by now, basically.
0: True. All right. Um, other thing that's in beta, which they've never done until this t- now, is you can. You can be extremely brave and install Apple's beta firmware on an AirPods Pro.
1: Even even I even I'm not doing that. So that's, that like I was, that's why I threw this out here. I wanted to see if you were going to go down uh, that road, Warren. I I have already I've already you know committed to the watch and you know, I'm not going to you know, potentially break yeah. those devices at this point. I did I did the, the HomePod once or twice and that was fine and but that's a little mm-hmm. concerning too. But yeah um, yeah beta is a little dicey putting on things that um, don't have a screen or buttons yeah. to revert back. yes <laughs> so yes yeah so especially so. with
0: the the, the steps then we've got our i've got a link in the show notes with for mac mac rumors and what you have to go through and you have to be a developer you can't this isn't public beta uh to oh, to yeah. have to X, to X go code. through and, and you have to involve Xcode, then you know yeah. it's pretty extreme um
3: <laughs> it's pretty oh, yeah. bad uh, go ahead. Uh, well, Mike, I, what what kind of beta firmware would there be in AirPods Pro? I mean, you know, what, what is it going to do? Is it going to... I, I, Probably I mean, related to spatial audio or something. Yeah, it is spatial I, I audio. Guess, I guess, but, you know, do I really need anything that bad? No. Brain implants. Uh, I think it reads the brain waves from what I'm, what I'm reading here. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's exciting. So that's blank exciting. verse for me. Yeah. So it can it can send my brain patterns right back to Apple. Good. Yeah, basically it's, it's
1: reading it's it's pretty much uh, it's scanners right now. Basically, is what it, they're doing scanning everything. Yeah. So for once, I'm just happy that my degrees. AirPods
2: finally work for on Bluetooth. Yeah. With my M1, I'm not that concerned <laughs> about
0: beta. So, so, for once, I have I've, I've got uh, i got Warren to, to admit that something he won't install in beta. So
1: I, I like my AirPods. <laughs> so I don't, you know, I, I I would be sad if they didn't work. So I'm gonna yeah do that.
0: So, for the version that everybody is using now, uh, iOS fourteen point seven was released uh, Pubo finally is at, at the the final version, um, and uh, they released it after the public beta, which was going on for quite a while. It was like, gosh, there was like must have been was there like three or four, three or four uh, versions before they finally released it. Um, so, biggest thing that stands out for 14.7, and I highly recommend it, everybody that's listening, you should be upting, updating this. And this this for, for alone should be the reason. Uh, they had the big Wi-Fi SSID bug that would disable the Wi-Fi module on your iPhone. <laughs> Ooh, boy. That's so crazy. that That bug uh, could be... Uh, forever, right. The bug could be triggered even if your iPhone came near a Wi-Fi network with a specific set of characters. So...
1: It wasn't forever. All you had to do was reset network settings and it fixed it. But yeah,
0: it was still, still a pain. But the other thing really was that they had to release it because of the MagSafe battery we talked about earlier. That 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 provides support for using that. Using that accessory, and uh, and then it, it added HomePod timers in the HomePod Home app. Um, Chuck, have you seen have you seen anything that, that really stand out for you for fourteen seven? I'm assuming you've you've already updated it. I have not. Um, oh, you are
3: not? Oh, <laughs> wow! I, 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 so no, I, so everybody go to
1: Chuck's house and created ID uh, Wi-Fi ID. Yeah. Of, uh,
3: whatever. whatever. <laughs> that's right. Now I I'm still, unless there's an absolute imminent bug that I think I'm in danger of, I still am one of those that wants to wait just a couple of days. Um, just because you know i want to see now it's this thursday this was released monday so yeah i'll i'll be updating tonight or tomorrow Um, but i i just there there are too many times that you know things come out and usually because the news cycle has changed so much something wrong yeah just a little something that Mm -hmm. you know and and like the next story that dave's going to reference you know it's it's just one of those that's one of those little annoying bugs that it Mm -hmm. won't prevent me from updating but it's kind of that sort of makes my point, that you know, yeah, there could be something wrong. I want I want to let you all oh, you guys find out about it, and then I yeah, decide Warren. whether it's worth the trouble or not. No, orn. Yeah. Yeah, will never, uh, he'll, uh, I'm, he'll, I'm he'll never be on it. He's yeah. way ahead. I,
1: I get I get sad now when they release uh, updates to the current version of iOS because uh, for the hoy Yeah. Got oh, well.
2: I've been doing this for months. I don't yeah, know where yeah. you. <laughs>
1: Uh, You peasants with uh, the iOS iOS 14 on your devices. You don't know what I got with this. I'm on iOS 16, and it doesn't even mm, exist yet. (laughs) I don't even think I'm doing anything great with iOS 15 that you're not doing iOS 14 at this point, to be honest with you, or whatever.
0: Yeah, what Chuck was talking about is there there was a bug uh, preventing iPhones with Touch ID to unlock the Apple Watch. Uh, Automatically, which is that's extremely annoying because that's I love that feature, uh, the fact that I don't have to unlock my Apple Watch uh, as soon as I have my iPhone next to it and it unlocks. So there's there was a bit of a bug in the iOS 14.7 update uh, for Touch ID users. Face ID isn't affecting, uh, but uh, yeah, so there's there's that, Um, and then um, uh, and uh, the other interesting thing was in a rare move. Uh, Apple did not release iPadOS 14.7 on the same day. They always have done that. They've released both versions the same day. They, they released it the next day, um, which was yesterday as we record this. Um, and uh, so iOS 14, iPadOS 14 is, it was released. Um, and the, the biggest thing that stands out, which I think is not a big thing to me, is allowing two Apple Card users to share one account with a combined credit limit. In uh, that that that's for both iOS and iPad OS. Um, so uh, other than that, I don't see seeing too much in in the way of uh, major changes with iPad OS 14.7. But uh, this is probably going to be the, the the final version, barring any any you know incremental updates with any they find any problems. Um, you know, it, uh, maybe a that's security a, update. Yeah, security that. update or anything like that. And same thing with Apple with WatchOS. Uh, there's nothing really to, to really talk too much about, and um, and TVOS. There really wasn't much to talk about either. Um, but uh, so, and then I also have a link here in show notes that the actual security content. There's quite a long laundry list of uh, of security fixes. Uh, if you're interested, to, we don't need to really hash through that too much here. So. Um, now, Apple Music, on the other hand, with the, with spatial audio, the spatial audio feature, they're they're saying that it is, that will not work if you have a if, a if you have an iPhone XR, if you have an iPad, or if you have an iPad Mini. Um, so, uh, very strange. All iPads. Yeah. No, iPhone ten. iPhone XR was was the only iPhone. Um, so, uh, so so that's interesting. Uh, are we experiencing some freezing here guys or is it me
1: no I'm good yeah. Yeah. we're all okay all.
0: something's getting wonky with me again um, let's hope it stays connected uh, the uh, <laughs> a lot <laughs> right. Sorry. Let's pull,
1: let's pull. come on yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, saying,
0: it's saying my internet is unstable. Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on. on. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, it, it is definitely going to be interesting to see uh, where that goes. Um, um, and uh, uh, the also the, uh, the the rumor I wanted to talk about real quick is the the iPad Mini, which is going to feature a an, an mini LED display. Uh, that is going to be interesting as well.
1: Every every year they they say that. It it's has. gonna happen every year sure. I'm gonna buy it and then and want it uh, i have been wanting that for about 15. every day they uh every year they said it's gonna happen it never does so i would love to be I, honest I, with you
3: I'm, I'm with you warren i i love my ipad mini i mean i love my ipad yeah. pro but i also yeah. love my mini and so i haven't done an upgrade in that uh, and in fact i don't think i got the i have the most recent version because it just wasn't enough of an upgrade but I would love to see them turn that into a little powerhouse machine. Yeah. I'm sure it'll have a powerhouse price, but you know, yeah, okay, spec it out and let's do this right. Um, oh, yeah. and I, I think it could be become a new favorite iPad.
1: Yeah, I had the I had the one through five and I sold the five um, not that long ago, but love the minis mm-hmm. and I've seen, you know, I they're Android, but I've seen iPad mini size Android tablets with a nice L C D you know all around the screen. And it's it's hot. It's something I would definitely you know want to see on, on iOS. Uh, have an all yeah. screen, all screen like LED yeah. or OLED Edge, or Edge. something. Yeah, that'd be great.
0: I think yeah, I definitely think the mini is, is this, uh, There's a future with the mini.
1: I would I would buy it. So if if it came out, I would I would definitely get it. So
2: don't you pretty much buy them all anyway?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. I can't. <laughs> I, 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 had, I had two iPads at one, a couple of times, and eventually, that's usually when I sell things to buy something else, I'll sell one iPad off because you really don't need two iPads, so that's that's usually the first to go. So if they come out with a new mini, I'll probably sell the Pro maybe to get the mini. I don't know. We'll see. All okay. right.
0: Um, uh, other topic I want to talk about here is this was an interesting article. This was an Apple world uh, today, uh, that they're, that Apple actually filed a patent and a future Apple TV set top box may be, may replace your cable box. Um, so they did file a patent uh, for a generic streaming media device configured as a set top box. So they could be eyeing the future Apple TV set top box as it would replace the cable box and, uh, this, this isn't the first uh, such filing uh, of a patent from Apple, uh, as far as this goes, but I, I just thought I'd like, I mean, we talked a little bit about this uh, on Mac Voices Live as far as cable boxes and such, but I would li- really love to have an Apple TV as a as a, as a box that would also drive uh, other content besides just the streaming content.
3: But wouldn't you, wouldn't you uh, uh, Chuck? Uh, I'll be right back. I need to go get my credit card because I will put my credit card down (laughs) for this (laughs) right now. I mean, I would love to see Apple's design team, you know, tackle this this and make it a lot more usable. And you're right, we did have a discussion about that the other night. And I personally had some challenges with two of the different streaming TV interfaces. And Apple TV may not be perfect, but it is so much better than some of the others. And I would love to see that. That perfection or that that superiority translate over to the cable box part of it. So yeah, I I would I'll pre-order right now.
0: Yeah, well, me too. And I, I just you know it just took so long for us to get a new a- Apple TV. I mean, we just got it finally. Uh, you know they just released the new ones just not too long ago, and so I I, I just don't want to get I, I'm I, I think we're going to get disappointed if we really put our hopes on this actually comes out. Is what I'm thinking. Um, uh, Warren, guy, you think you are you thinking of anything that we want like uh, as far as uh, having this as a set-top box?
1: I, I think I thought I mentioned I thought I predicted something like this a couple of months ago when we talked on one of our shows too. We were I think when the uh, we didn't know what the new Apple TV was going to be like. I, I kind of mentioned that it might be something like that. But yeah, um, yeah they, Apple, you know, not just Apple, but the streaming services need to definitely be easier to navigate, and they need to have something where. It's a universal remote. It's a universal system that connected anything uh, out there. And if if you have cable, then you can use the Apple TV and basically have one master guide where you could see everything you could get. Um, Little side note is that they announced today or yesterday that uh, FiOS is going to get the the app on the Apple TV. Uh So that's a start. So I I think I'm going to try it because I would. I've been wanting to use the Apple TV as the main device for a long time. I just can't because the wife watches cable all the time. So I'm wondering oh, if this could, uh, yeah. if this could be uh, an alternative if I could get the, uh, you know, files to work on there, and if I could get the other apps to work, I could bring back my uh, homebound speakers back upstairs and uh, have a party.
3: Cable Absolutely. TV is dying. Yep. Yeah, and unfortunately, guy, that's that would be my concern with this ever happening. I mean, as much as I would right, love right, to deliver. see it happen, they they will fight this tooth and nail because they all are oh, yeah. staking out their territory and right. trying to you know to believe, have you believe. And I think the I personally believe the technology people see through it. I'm not sure that the average consumer sees through it. That they just think, okay, this is what I've got to do to watch what I want to watch on my TV. And uh, here's, I don't know here's how we educate. Here's the them.
2: thing. There we're we're on the cusp of cord cutting becoming the norm as compared to, you know, you go back five years ago, hardly anybody was cord cutting. And now it's it's everywhere. And when you throw in the fact that not only are cable TV companies basically just becoming ISPs, broadcast companies as well. Are moving as quickly as they possibly can to streaming services because they know also that the the broad, broadcast TV as a medium is is dying almost as quickly as cable television. So, basically you know the 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 future for television is likely going to be applications, which is why mm-hmm. I was I was actually and we talked about this on Mac for the future. I was actually very surprised that Apple updated the Apple TV as a, as a box. Once, once they released Apple TV as an application on, you know, and they put it on every single freaking smart TV that was out there as well as Roku and, and some of the other streaming boxes, you know, that's, that's very telling to me that even Apple who has always said that the Apple TV as a box was a hobby that you know their their main push is to get Apple TV Plus as a content service onto as many platforms as they possibly can, and I think the only reason why they keep the Apple TV around is because there are so many people who still want to use it as their main box. Um, but I I think that as you know Roku is probably going to be one of the last ones standing as far as a, a separate box, but most everyone else i think cuz all of these TVs are basically running linux and applications off of that so that's 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 where TV is going it, it's going to be app- you you basically are creating your own cable TV package using applications right
3: all right yeah i, I, I agree with you guy i do i do think though I mean, hindsight's 2020, 20, right? It's too bad yeah. that Apple didn't do more with the Apple TV, and instead of a when hobby, they could have. Yeah, but on the other hand, I I kind of don't know how they would have, because the whole concept of streaming and cord cutting was still so new, that people didn't really understand, you know, what they what they were looking for. And now I think we have a much better idea of yeah. what the we would like the experience to be. And of course, who would have ever predicted that you know you have all those apps running, all these streaming services, from the major folks that we know, like NBC with Peacock, and also the the, the Paramount uh, the Pluto network. TVs and the Paramount yeah. networks, and yeah. you know things that you've never heard of, are you know they're they're running on our TVs. I know that um, the, the 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 uh, Access AXX AXS network has an app, and. Yeah, if you if you are patient and sit there and work with it, you can get it to play the content if you want, but it's terrible. Damn. Here's so. here's what
1: I think about that though. Like, if it was reverse and we started off life with the the apps of uh, all these apps all these different apps uh, uh, instead of cable TV, we would have said. Hey, wouldn't it be great if we could get all this just in like one will have them all bundled together. One thing together and, and Comcast and Verizon is like, uh hello, that's <laughs> cool, you know. So we you know, the cable companies are doing what we ultimately want us to see on streaming services.
2: Well, honestly, Warren, I think what's really happening is it's going from under you know, being under the thumb of cable television providers to being under the thumb of Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus and right. all of the, the big streaming services that are but currently bundling all of these other services along with their main apps. But cable so
1: because of convenience because the average user right. is rather spending an extra $20 to, to not have to launch 20 apps every day and to watch their uh, TV. The average is your wife.
2: <laughs> but the, the problem is it keeps getting more and more expensive. My wife. Well, it keeps yeah, getting more and more expensive for less yeah. and less functionality. But the streaming is
1: becoming pretty expensive too. I mean, we just did a trial for Hulu because we're watching Handmaid's Tale. But right. if you start adding up all the services like you know, the, the Netflix and the Hulus and the CBS, you're getting close. You know, you're, getting clo- you're getting close mm-hmm. enough where the cost benefit is, is starting to get thinner right so uh, yeah. at well,
2: that point in my case we we had we were on Verizon Fios right. and along with 100 gig up and down internet speed and, and telephone for reasons we were spending like $240 a month and i was like okay you know what enough when, when we got our our last cable television increase i was like okay that's enough i i can't stand it anymore so right. I got uh, Disney Plus. Uh, I'm still on Apple TV Plus for free. Um, and I got uh, the higher tier of Hulu. And there's a service, and I can't remember the name of it, that gives you your local television low-cast. stations. Low-cast. Yes, Low cast. Low-cast. 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 Right.
3: Pay them five and, bucks.
2: Yeah, Yeah. five bucks. And it was like, okay, you know what? That, that Hulu is giving me, all, between Hulu and ESPN, I got all the sports that I want. Uh, with Apple TV Plus and Hulu and Netflix, I've got more content than I could I could ever possibly watch. And there's some individual little services like like um, the uh, Paramount Plus that I get because I'm a Star Trek fan. That it, it's, uh, it's all
1: good until some like you know an, an average person like my wife finds something that she can't get on the streaming service that she can get on cable that she wants to see. Right. And that that's the problem. Like, And it's happened to me where I, I've i done where I have all the streaming services and there's a movie I want to see and I'm paying for all the streaming services and none of them have it, what I want to see. So I, you know, I go to like Torrent because I'm like, you know, there's no, there's no way else to get this at this point. So Cut. it's like... Sorry, excuse me. Sorry, I didn't say Torrent. <laughs> I said uh, Tourette's is what I said. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, edit, edit, edit. Beam. No, I, I mean, I'll, I'll say it. I don't care, but you know, it's again, it's 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 good if you want to sit there and like kind of like you know, Netflix flicks and chill and just kind of watch what's all If you want to watch what they're giving you, it's great. If you want to watch what you want to tell it to, that you want to see,
3: mm-hmm. there could be issues. Is what I'm saying. Right. But see, Warren, you just got to it, and that's where the the cord cutting is is becoming cable TV. Because I've, I've <clears throat> pardon me, I've done some looking at this, and there are a couple packages, and oh yeah, we got 75 channels, and we got 120 channels, and it's like, but I want four, okay? Yeah. There are only about four or five channels that I really right. want that I want. That's what I want to pay for. I want to, and I would be willing to pay a bit, of, a bit of a premium price, to to be able to do that. But instead, you've got to shove 75 down my throat to try to pull me in, and I admit, I'm a single guy. Okay. I don't have anybody else in the house, so I'm not the best case here. But if, if I could, if I could pick four or five channels and say, you know, I'll pay you 30 bucks a month, 25 bucks a month, you'll have me forever. But as it is, I'm trying desperately to find ways not to pay 45 50 60 70 80 90 100 200 dollars, guy. You know, a month. Yeah. That I mean, th- stop and think about that. 200 bucks a month, that's insane. You I know? had a thought I had a thought of I, a solution
1: would be like an organization or a, or some kind of non-profit kind of thing that would take or something where you would Almost have a, a combination of, how do I even say, a, a conglomerate of, of people that you would pay in one place, maybe per usage or something like that, that had access to all the streaming content. And all the streaming content kind of um, joined together into an alliance where you just have this one app or this one place to go, and that could. Grab streams from anywhere that it's available at that point, and they could have some kind of pay model where you could pay, you know, pay for the time that you're watching it, or pay, you know, pay for, you know, I don't know, but it, it's it's too fragmented, is what it is. Is basically everything is it's fragmented. Everything that you want to watch is a project. So if somebody was out there and said, listen, we'll, we'll have you know, one one kind of company that's controlled by all the various streaming companies t- together that says, listen, you pay us through this company, we all get a share of the profit somehow, and basically... Well,
2: that's, you, that's what they're doing now. That's what Hulu and Apple and YouTube and a lot of them are trying to do. But, well, the, they're the, all, pro- but the problem is there, there's, there's a, lot, a lot of the other companies don't want to play ball because they want the money to themselves.
1: Right, but there's too many of these services still that are big and yeah. have their own stuff, so I mean... If if let's say Hulu, uh, Netflix, and you know whatever Apple TV and Amazon said, listen, enough of this because you know people are getting frustrated with having to to subscribe to all these services or switch around. We form an alliance and say, listen, we're introducing something, an app called um, you know TV World, or whatever they want to call it, and you subscribe to that app and. It's or maybe it's more expensive than you know an individual service, but you have access to everything. And I think um, you know, come out with some way where they could have a pay structure. I think people would go for that. But you know, again, just, you're talking about monopolies, you're talking about competing services and things like that. Yeah. But, um, again, it's just too cl- right now. Core cutting is too complicated for the average person. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, I just put a link in in the show notes. For a site called uh, suppose suppose TV which lets you select almost every single channel that's out there and it'll you, you can compare like all of the major services that are there to see if it has all of the channels that you'd like to watch okay let's uh and let's, it's really a cool service
0: all right yeah, no, will definitely we'll, yeah thanks uh, uh, we'll, we'll definitely check a look at that let's uh' Before we wrap things up here, I want to get. I had two quick, quick tips I wanted to uh, put in here, real quick. Um, first one is, in, on, and one of them is, uh, you know, the ability to be able to sign iMessages to people and your colleagues uh, when you can't take their call has always been. a, I always like that feature. But uh, I don't know if anybody knew, you, you actually can go in and customize the messages of your iPhone and avoid the usual, sorry, I can't talk right now. Uh, if you head to settings and you go to your to phone and then you select uh, respond with text, you actually can go into those three responses and change them to what you want all the time. So like if you don't, like I, I'm, I'm on my way, you could put something else in and customize it. Uh, so uh, again, where, where, where I was talking about is if you go into settings, go into phone, and then scroll down until you find where it says "respond with text under calls." You can change uh, those responses when you can't make can't answer the call. So I thought that was a, a cool tip. And then the other one I. I use this. To, I use this all the time. Uh, this is uh, you know. I, I always every every night I have a headphone band, a headband, wireless headphone band. It's on my my, my head and to, to fall asleep to either news or music or podcasts. And uh, you can go in and actually uh, go into the into the into the clock and the timer, and you can choose how long your timer you want to do. Usually I do for like thirty minutes. That's about how long it takes me to fall asleep. Uh, and then uh, you press when timer ends. So then. Uh, uh, so then, when you uh, go into there, and then you say stop playing. So start the timer. So after the thirty minutes, it stops playing the sound. I, I, I it's one of my favorite, uh, favorite uh, features in the tip uh, for anybody who likes to listen to
1: music. I don't know if you guys did you guys know any of those tips at all? No, but I'm going to do a water respond with new phone. Who's this? My uh, yeah. response. There you go.
0: <laughs> who is this? Leave me
3: alone. <laughs> Leave me alone.
0: <laughs> Um, All right Before we wrap up I wanted to mention MacStock MacStock 2021 We haven't really There hasn't really been A lot of advertising about it But I think I want to be One of the first To advertise And tell everybody Virtual Stock 2021 Is uh, is, is going to be here Uh, It's going to be On September 25th On a Saturday uh, Mike Potter is also putting together a VIP uh, package where you actually could be in person uh, with of course uh, with the, with, with the, the COVID the restrictions and protections will be in place as well uh, but if you go to maxstock2021.com and uh, go in and take a look uh, you can register for either the free virtuals with Maxstock and you can be online and, and t- take a look at the show and there's a couple other packages too including the VIP uh, There's it's limited to six people it's in chicago um so we'll be you'll be hearing more and more about this as as uh, as uh, mike p- p- sends out more information but i want to make sure everybody was aware of that so hopefully you guys could be part of it whether it be virtually or uh, in person as well any thoughts on that before i we, we close out the show
2: yeah hopefully it'll be uh, you and me you me and mike out there
3: yeah let's hope let's hope yeah so oh, and, and and no matter how you participate, whether you get to do it virtually yes. or in person, it's it's a great event. It 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 really is. I, I mean, it's it's a great community. It's a great event. It's too bad it got derailed a little bit here by COVID um, because it was yes. it was really steadily building. So we want to make sure that we support everything Mike's doing, uh, so he can continue to do it, and we will get. Hopefully back to normal yeah. next year, which we keep yeah. saying. You know. Twenty twenty-two. Well, even even last
2: year's virtual event was was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna blessed. say
1: just, that, that. That wild, wild lobby, lobby they, they had
2: was amazing.
1: I wasn't able to go for years. This is gonna be my second year going. It's great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. Check that out. We'll have the link in the show notes how to get to that site and uh, we appreciate it and I know Mike appreciates it as well. So let's go ahead and wrap things up for this week. That's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, suggestions, story email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at intouchwithios. You can go to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash g 65 You can subscribe and, uh, and our favorite podcatcher including Apple Podcasts and many others including Pocket Casts. Uh, but better go to our website at ios.com where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there I'm Dave Ginsberg and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65 and Chuck Joyner thank you so much for being here always a, a pleasure having you on the show where can people find you
3: hey it's, it's a lot of fun as always David I appreciate it uh, you can find me at MacVoices.com. That's where you can see everything I'm, I do and everybody I'm talking to. We do Mac Voices live on YouTube, uh, on Mac Voices TV on YouTube, every Thank Tuesday you. night from f- at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. We'd love to have you join us in the chat room there. Absolutely. And on the socials, I'm at Chuck Joyner. Thanks again, Great. David. Good to have you. Thank have you. me. Have me.
0: Whatever. Yeah, and Yeah, whatever. And uh, our surprise guest for this week, uh, unplanned, but very pleasantly planned because uh, he ah. had his he, he, he had his new uh, he, he had new his new desk to set up and he wanted to <laughs> test it. So what the heck? Uh, we, we, we had him on the show. Uh, Mr. Geistrell. where can everybody, everybody find you?
2: Underpants. Uh, you can find mm-hmm. me, Guy, at MyMac.com is the email address. MacParrot and VertShark on Twitter. VertShark.com is the website. VertShark over at YouTube. Like, share, subscribe. It's all you got to do. And we have a Skype telephone number one or plus one outside of the United States, 703-436-9501 to leave a comment. Great. Oh, my Mac.com podcast. Oh, oh, there's the other stuff that I do. Important. Uh, yeah, my Mac.com podcast I do with Gazmas, uh, the Mac to the Future uh, livecast on Wednesday nights. So that I haven't talked to you guys about it. I may have to change that night pretty soon. And uh, of course, guys, daily drive. And you had to bring I, it up
0: now. I know
2: <laughs> where I, uh, I record myself while I drive to work. It's very dangerous,
0: and I don't know why I do it. And I shouldn't, but yeah. I do anyway. Thank you. All right, all right. Thanks for being here guy. Uh, we always, always love having you on the show. And Warren, Thank uh, uh, thanks for you for being here as always. As my as the co-host, we really appreciate it. Uh, anything exciting going on at Mac to the future?
1: Uh, everybody's. Uh talking about battery packs no we're not really uh no a normal discussion. but come join us as a facebook group uh even Great if you hate what i say is even if you hate facebook just come to that page and hang out if, if you want um, um, nice. yeah come join us back to the future it's a, a web page um than you know that Annette, no thanks for having me thanks chuck for coming it's always fun
0: yes and uh, we appreciate you being, all being here and uh, thanks for you for listening really appreciate it hope you enjoyed the show we went a little long but uh, we had a lot of fun here and I hope you enjoyed uh, what you heard and uh, we'll talk again Bye. soon